Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant Mint Podcast, episode number 25. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about what is the real secret to success, the real one. And my whole life, I had longed for this answer. I had really, really supportive parents. They, they would do anything for me. They supported me. They believed in me. And I think I got a lot of my self-confidence and just self-belief from them, which I'm just forever grateful for. But I didn't come from money. Um, I didn't have these multi-million or billionaire parents that you know, could just tell me the secret and or give me a bunch of money or do something or call, pick up the phone and call someone and then suddenly I'm in the door. And so I had to figure this out on my own. And I to do this, I've probably listened to 100 100,000 freaking YouTube videos. I've read every book in, that you can find on business, on psychology, autobiographies, on successful people. And I would say I've kind of come to a general answer. There, there's, there's a lot of aspects to what takes, it takes to make someone successful, but there's one thing that kind of weighs over everything. And the way I found this answer was by two reasons. One, just experience. I tested everything in the book I tried everything possible. I talked to everyone that I possibly could to kind of conclude to this answer that kind of trickles down and, and then leads you to the other aspects of what it actually takes to be extremely successful in anything, not just business. And I was always a, an extremely hard worker and I hustled and and I got to see once I was in companies and once I had my own and when I met and talked to other people, what separated people. And one story comes to mind because I studied a lot of the most successful people in all different industry sectors, business, sports, everything. And I noticed that there were certain things that just separated them. And there's a story about Kobe Bryant. And Kobe Bryant, this was when he was at the peak of his career. He was clearly the, the, the best player in the world. The Lakers were winning championships. And everyone knew how hard Kobe Bryant worked. Not everyone, they all heard stories, but it's one thing to hear something or to hear some random story, but to really, to for let's say a new person that's on his team to see it, it really changed people's perspective. So there's an interesting story. So this was in, I think 2004, 2005. This was when the Lakers were just absolutely killing it. Kobe Bryant was just killing it on a level that we really hadn't seen since probably Michael Jordan. And there was these younger rookies on the team. And a lot of people in the NBA, they go out, they party a lot, they go to clubs. We we hear about a lot of this, especially here in the United States. And they said, Kobe, you got to come out with us. He kept saying no, no, and no. And then finally, they were on the road. I'm not sure where they're at. And they said, you got to come out with us, man. Come out with us tonight. And he said, okay, I'll make a deal with you. I'll go out with you guys. I'll stay up as late as you guys want. We can have a good time. But... I'll only do it if you come to workouts with me in the morning and you hang with me and you work like I do also. Is that a deal? And the guy said, all right, fine. Like, I'll come to workouts with you in the morning. He said, okay, but you got to be able to come and you got to be able to hang. He said, okay. So they went out all night, had a good time. Next thing you know, this guy gets a call from Kobe, said, hey, are you coming? And he goes, what do you mean? He said, I've been, in, I'm, I'm here, I'm in the gym. It was like 5 a.m. at the time. They'd been This guy had been asleep for two hours. Next thing you know, he gets to the gym. He's thinking he's meeting Kobe Bryant there. 
Kobe is drenched in sweat, had been there since freaking probably three in the morning or something. And they go through this workout. They work out from five, six in the morning till probably 11 a.m. And he thinks the workout's done. And he goes, all right, man, appreciate it, man. Great workout. Man, that was good. That was crazy. I can't believe how hard you work. It makes sense why you're Kobe Bryant. I'll see you today later at practice. And it was practice later that day was at four or five. So this guy goes, gets lunch. He does whatever. Maybe chills, takes a nap, whatever. He then comes back to the practice facility because they had practice at five o'clock, right? They get back there and you see Kobe Bryant in the same gym that he was in since this morning, soaking wet, drenched in sweat. And they go, Kobe, did you get, did you get to practice early? Kobe Bryant looks at him and goes, I never left. He had been there the entire time. And he said, this player said, this is when I knew that this guy Kobe was built different. And I knew I wasn't really doing enough to be successful. And I couldn't believe the story. And I go, okay, well, this makes complete sense why Kobe Bryant is Kobe Bryant. And we can all think of so many people that we grew up with, whether it was in sports, whether it was just in school or the friend that was just that one friend that was smarter than everybody else or that one athlete that BS their way through everything but could be the best player. But what happens as you move up in life, everyone is talented. Everyone is good. And many times everybody knows somebody else that's knows somebody that can get them this or get them that, but it doesn't really matter anymore. You have to find ways to separate yourself. And the longer I studied this and the longer I worked, I realized that, yeah, I was pretty talented. I had some good skill sets, that natural God-given talents, for sure. But so did really everybody else. And I realized that to accelerate my career, my family, the people around that I work with on my teams, that are their success and their family's well-being and everything just so important, that if I just work kind of hard, spin around in circles and say some positive sayings and act like I know what I'm doing, I'll probably be okay, but we're not going to make it happen. Either one, I'm not good enough, or two, it's just, it just takes more to win. And I'll say this consistently after training hundreds and hundreds of sales reps in business and hiring them and seeing what works and what doesn't. Most people underestimate the real work ethic and the dedication and preparation it really takes, not even just to succeed, but to make it. It is hard. If you're in the United States, you're in the most competitive economy in the world. And now we're seeing, especially with the internet, with crypto, and with the world changing as it is, we're becoming a global economy where you're competing not just against whoever's in your area or your country, but in the world. You're competing with people in the world, all over the place, that are just as talented as you, if not more. And people underestimate what it takes to really be great. And what happens is time compounds, your efforts compound. And what happens is if you got one person that's, let's say, studying and learning new skill sets or training to be good at something for 30 minutes a day and you 
are doing the same thing for two hours a day, and let's say you go through that whole year, you basically have four years of preparation on top of that one person's year of preparation. You've put in work four more times than that person. Do you think you're probably going to be a little bit more prepared and potentially a lot better than that other person? Well, there's a good chance. And what happens is information, efforts, and focus compounds when you're consistent and you outwork everybody. The older I get, the realize is the biggest thing about success in the first step, obviously it's hard work, but you got to freaking show up. You got to show up. People are so damn emotional. And they get emotional about everything. You got... You make one sales call, the person yells at you, your whole day's ruined, you don't feel like working anymore. You try to do this and start something, you try to get in a new industry, and the first month's hard, and you aren't succeeding. You quit and you go into another industry. Give me a break. How is a person like that ever going to be successful at something? We look at resumes all the time. Make Group gets three to 500 resumes a week. On top of countless emails of people trying to move from all over the damn world to work with us. And the biggest turnoff and the number one sign that a person is not committed and doesn't know how to power through adversity is you look at their resume and in five years they've worked at five different companies. Do you think it's the company's fault? No. The common denominator is that person. That person clearly did not know how to face adversity and grow and move up where they're at. That doesn't mean you don't leave a toxic area. I'm not saying that. But it's a sign that they can't stay committed. Really successful people aren't highly diversified. They're focused on a few or even one certain thing. It's very difficult to become elite. It takes a different level of focus, commitment, and dedication on a daily basis that other people just can't process. And when you're looking at trying to achieve something you never had, and this is not to be motivational, this is just to be real with you. You got to look yourself in the mirror and go, how bad do I really want this shit? Like, how bad do I really want it? Like, do I really want to live this lifestyle? And am I willing to sacrifice and give up? certain things to achieve it. Because if you're not, it's a waste of energy to even want it. There's too much lazy people who aren't willing to get to fight and claw their way up to achieving that goal. Because what happens is when you hustle and hustle and hustle and work, it doesn't mean that you wake up and feel like a million bucks. It doesn't mean that You just have this smooth selling and no, you're going to have a hell of a time in adversity. But learning to push through that, not only does it create resilience, not only does it make you a stronger individual, tougher, but eventually you run out of shit to mess up on. You get good at what you do because you're actually powering through and pushing through obstacles instead of just pushing them to the side or sweeping them under the rug and then going from another industry to another one, another one, because it's always someone else's fault, right? And that's the difference. It was interesting. So we had a sales meeting on Friday. And so 
we focus heavily on a month-to-month basis sales and then we look at things um, very tightly on a quarterly basis for our sales reps. And we're a highly competitive company. We have competitions and we want people to have really badass careers and lives. We're like, we want like top talent to be able to go to places like Southeast Asia and Europe and Dubai and different things. And so we have these really cool competitions to reward high performers and people who really hustle. And this first quarter competition was whoever got the number one or excuse me, the most deals out of the entire company, out of everybody all across the United States, they get to go on a all expense uh, paid trip to Hawaii with their family, which is badass. And and we don't put them at the Holiday Inn. We put them at five-star hotels. We do the whole nine. We make them feel like a king. And it was interesting because the competition went down to the wire and we had this sales rep that was, has, is an unbelievable worker, super talented guy that was leading by two deals. And in our industry, I mean, we're doing forty to $50,000 deals. So I'm not saying someone can't do two or three in a day. It happens for sure. It does happen, but it's not like a common thing. And he was hustling, hustling. And this other rep came out of nowhere, closed three deals in one day to win the competition and beat the other rep who by the way, was not being lazy at all. But this guy came back and won three deals in one day. This almost never happens. So we're like, holy shit, this is incredible. Can't believe this guy did it. I mean, this guy made over, I think over 12 to 15 grand in one day. And like $150,000 worth of deals or something. And so I was excited to get on our company-wide meeting. We're on Zoom and you know the entire company's on. And we go through goals and KPIs. And obviously I wanted those two guys that were top two in sales to talk. And I wanted, and I didn't know this, by the way, I didn't know what they were going to say. This was just a guess. So I guess I was kind of rolling the dice that my theory was correct. But I kind of wanted to prove a point on what it takes to be successful because everyone, especially sales reps, they try to cut corners. They try to look for the secret. They try to do this. And many times there's a lot of people that are just freaking lazy. They don't put in the work. And that always basically offended me because I knew I made it from working 100 plus hour weeks to outworking everyone. I didn't get any handouts. So I have utmost respect for someone that's resilient and that's a fighter. So the guy that closes the three deals in one day to to win the competition, I say, hey, so give us a secret sauce, man. What? Tell us about your day yesterday. How did you do three deals in one day? And he goes, man, so one thing about me, guys, is like, I hate to lose. Like, I will die before I lose. And I had to do everything in my power. I was going to do anything possible to, to not lose because I hate it so much. And he said, well, Grant, I had three appointments set up. And guys, two out of the three appointments canceled. Now, I, so I had no choice to, but to make up for it. I couldn't cry about it because I had no choice. And he's like, I was literally like, I'm going to do this or I'm going to die, basically, is his, 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 his statement, basically. And he said, I was calling nonstop in the morning, boom, got someone on the phone, closed the deal. I'm like, okay, I'm one behind now to tie it. And I'm kind of scared because the other rep may close the deal too. So he's calling and calling and calling and calling and calling and calling. 
Next thing you know, he's calling all of his old customers. He's calling um, new leads. He's calling all these different things nonstop. He gets another person, deal closed. Now, at this time, it's like five and a half, or excuse me, 5.30 in the afternoon, and he has now tied the other rep. He texts me back, and he goes, hey, I'm still calling. I'm going to find a way to get it. He calls all nonstop all night, gets someone at the phone at 8.30, and he freaking closes the third deal of the day, putting him in first place, eclipsing the other guy, and winning the competition. And I said... Wow, it's and everyone's clapping them up. Great job. It's amazing. And I go, well, Tyler, how many calls did you make yesterday to get those three deals? Like, what did you do? How many did you call? And he goes, man, I think I called about 450 to 500 people yesterday. I said, 500 people? He said, yeah. And I said, so you're telling me that you didn't only call 20 people yesterday? He's like, no, that would I would have not even closed a deal if I did that. And I was like, wait. So y'all are telling me, you're telling me to, that calling only 20 to 30 people a day doesn't work? He's like, hell no, that doesn't work at all. I'm going to be screwed if I do that. I won't even make money. And I'm like, wait, but Tyler, maybe you got more, and we have something called live leads, which means we get a lead through our marketing campaigns. And our, in our terminology, a live lead means that specific sales rep has that exclusive lead that's brand new, that's hot for that entire day. So it's definitely an advantage if you had it. And I said, well, and I didn't even remember how much leads he'd gotten. I said, well, Tyler, it must have been the live leads though. Because I was being sarcastic. I want to prove a point. I said, it must have been the live leads. How many live leads did you get yesterday? Did you get like 10 or 15? He's like, nah, bro. I think I only got a few. And I was like, hold up. Let's, let's check. Let's, do y'all want to check? Let's check just to make sure. I want to make sure he didn't get a, like some secret. I pull up the text messages between us. This guy had two. Almost everyone in the company actually had more. And I showed them our text messages and everything. And everybody's face is dead, like like just dead cold, like staring at the screen, like what the hell? So one, obviously this guy just worked his ass off. I mean, he literally sat down, started calling appointments at 10 a.m. and literally did not leave his desk till he said like 10 o'clock at night. And then I'm like, you know what? Let's talk to the guy that got number two because he had, a, he had an unbelievable month too. Let's see if maybe he had the secret. So I go, hey, so what worked for you? He said, man, I literally work all day long. Yesterday, and he's talking about the day that he lost. I literally was up at 6 a.m. and I did not stop calling or trying to make something happen till over 10 o'clock at night. I probably called three to 400 people yesterday. My kids literally came in and they already knew that they couldn't talk to dad today because I was telling them how much I had to, to, to beat this other guy. And I'm like, well, I'm like, well, what Or I was like, Isaac, what is your day to day? Like he said, man, I literally work nonstop 24 seven to do whatever it takes to win. Like I make sure I spend time with my family for sure, but I don't want anyone to ever, ever outwork me at all because I know that other people are working hard and I can't let them beat me. And I'm like, what the heck? So you're telling me, Isaac, you don't only make 20 calls a day and you can see certain people on the screen, their faces kind of looking like a little embarrassed, like, oh my God. And it was the most beautiful thing Ever because it proved 
that these guys didn't get more leads than the other reps. This proved that these guys didn't have some secret sauce. They said they were doing everything everyone else in the company was doing. They were just working five to 10 times harder. And next thing you know, when we started going through goals, other reps started admitting, you know what? After hearing that, I realized I'm not working as hard as I should have been. I should have been putting in more hours. I always have one of the highest closing percentages and I'm just getting away with it because of my talent, but I should be doing three to four times more deals than I am right now. And no offense to the two guys that won, they're super talented, but there's no reason why I feel like I can't do the same. And I'm fucking pissed at myself and I'm going to change. I'm going to show you guys. I mean, people were stunned because everyone was expecting to hear some secret little thing on why they're doing it different than everybody else. And they found out they're doing the same shit as them. They're just outworking them times 10. Guys, people make things look easy. If they do, it's just a show. It's just to make them look more relatable and make it look more intriguing. But believe me, none of this shit just happens. You have to work like a dog. You have to to be so dedicated. You have to be tough. And look, if you face one little set of adversity and you get emotional and you don't try hard and you give up, dude, you don't deserve it at all. You got to power through it. That doesn't mean that you have to be emotionless. That doesn't mean that you don't feel stress or pain. That doesn't mean that you don't face trials. That doesn't mean that life is fair. But putting in the work and showing up gives you the fighting chance to be able to do it. Because if you don't give up, not only will you run out of things to mess up on, but you keep showing up, all of a sudden, you might just walk into gold just because you were there at the right time. And what's interesting about that rep that won, that deal that put him over the edge, nobody in the entire company was calling at 8.30 at night. He called, this lady answered, they hit it off. It just so happened. She was heading to her private jet hangar and did the entire entire $50,000 deal over the phone in 30 minutes. He said it was the easiest deal he ever did. So he had a he had a walk call 400 plus people to walk into the easiest deal of his life to the person that owns a private jet. Could have the other reps closed that deal? Probably so. But were they were they showing up and were they calling at the same time our number one rep was? Nope. And that's why they didn't become the number one sales rep that month in that quarter. So thanks guys for listening to the the podcast. As always, I can't tell you how much I appreciate the support and the words of encouragement. Um, I'm always just doing this just to help you guys. I am not a guru. I'm not trying to be some expert. This is just me going through my journey, working my ass off, trying to make it happen in life and just trying to give back my mistakes and the lessons I've learned along the way to help me be successful so you can do the same in your life and your families can live a better life because of it. So thanks for the support, guys. Make sure if you love the show and the podcast to subscribe and to make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, If you have any feedback or you have any questions or ways I can help, I get a ton of DMs from people, but I try to reply and look through them as much as possible just so I can help you guys. Feel free to hit me up on either TikTok or Instagram at Grant Mitt. Other than that, hope you guys have an incredible week and I will see you guys for episode 26. Thanks, guys.